tonight All down beside that red firelight Oh, you're gonna let it all hang out Fat bottom girls, you make the rocking world go round Hey! I was just a skinny lad Never knew no good from bad But I knew life before I left my nursery huh. Left alone with big fat fatties
seem a brackle? Don't make me angry. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. You know what I really love? <laughs> the Arnie State Show. It's filthy as hell. That is bona fide badass. Hit it, Maestro. Listen up, ass face. Ass, ass face. You're getting some ass. Yeah, baby. <laughs> 775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZ-EZ. Good morning, ass family. It is a Friday Eve, also known as Thursday. Hope you're doing good and welcome to another fun-filled edition of... That's right, you guessed it, the Arnie State Show. All kinds of stuff to do today. We have Lake Tahoe Joe coming on to talk about football. Got a few college games. Mainly, we're going to go over every NFL game today and help you with your wagering and all that kind of good stuff. Also, all kinds of stories. I mean, that, that that's all I got there. But I, I got to say good mornings because I, I want to start the show off different this morning because I, I got some things to say. First of all, Braddy Kid, first one here. Braddy Kid, good morning to you. I hope you have a wonderful day. Straight fire second. He says second to the ass party. Douglas says, well, look at that. I'm third for the party on this wonderful Friday Eve. Good morning, my people. Hangtown Jen says good morning, ass family. Derek, good morning, ass family. Happy Friday Eve. It rised in the house after two days of training. Took me away, but I'm back. Thank goodness. Amen. Cameron Dye, good morning. And Fred, a.k.a. Ghost in Nevada, says good morning, ass. Good morning to each and every one of you. Now, I don't usually tell you guys about this. Jenny Lynn, good morning. It's your Friday. Well, congratulations. Young Harm, what's up? Familia del Culo, what's up? Um, all right. So every year I set a big goal for myself. This year was the stand-up show, and we accomplished said stand-up show on my 50th birthday. And it was very successful. We had a great time. A lot of people showed up. I wish more would have, but hey, that's okay. My goal for 2022. Like I said, I usually don't share these goals, but I saw a video this morning that really inspired me. And this has been a goal of mine for a while, but I'm really going to go forward on this one this year. And I know a couple people I can ask, but I'm sharing with you in case you guys might know somebody I can get in touch with about this. Uh, I watched a video this morning about Gary Sinise, Lieutenant Dan from Forrest Gump, and all the work that that man does for the United States military. Everything, they, I, I mean, this guy, and, and firefighters, he, he busts his ass for everybody out there. I would like to know how I can become a part of the USO, meaning I would love to, to go to a base and do my show for a week there and round it off with a stand-up show. I would love to be able to go and entertain our troops. I'm not looking for recognition, not looking for any sort of payment, anything like that. I want to give back. That is my goal in 2022, is to do at least one USO show. Because I think our troops deserve that. Now, if you don't know anybody, it's no big deal. I, I'm going to talk to my friend Brian once he gets back from his honeymoon. I don't want to disturb him. If you know people, please put them in contact with me or put me in contact with them. 
This is something I would love to do, to say thank you to the men and women of the United States military for everything that they do and for everything that they are willing to do. <laughs> Ratburger just sent me this great idea, but isn't the military only using woke people these days? I'm not sure. I, I, I don't know. See, and, and that's something I would have to find out. I would love to do that. That would be something. That, that is my goal for 2022. Whatever. Okay. Call Dallas USO. Oh, V. Coop is in the house. Look at that. He's got a phone number for me and everything. Uh, 972-973-1708. Awesome. Thank you so much, V. Coop. That is cool. Now, now we can start the show. I got my goal out of the way. I've got questions to start the show today. My first question is this. This is a big one, and it, it, it relates to things that we were talking about on the show just recently, like yesterday. I would like to know, how in the hell did the Haitians get to Del Rio, Texas? Can't, can't, yeah, I, all you got to do is take out a map, all right? You take out a map. I would like to know how Haitians got to Del Rio, Texas. Because I, hold on here, let, let, let's see. Let's see, Google map of Texas and Mexico. Now, here we go. I'm looking at a map right now. There's Mexico. Okay, there's Texas. Haiti is way the fuck out here. Way east. I mean, Haiti is almost easter than New York. And and they somehow got all that way. Did they swim? Was there a jetliner? Was there a big-ass boat that, that, that avoided the COVID? I read that most lived in Chile and Argentina for years. I have no source now. Determination, duct tape, and cardboard. Well, see, I hear the young horn. Yeah, see, it looks like you could swim to Cuba, take a break, and then one more brief swim to Texas. Well, the the swim from from from, I think they would probably go from Cuba to Mexico first, and then walk down south, then they head west, and then it's straight north up shot. See, if they were to swim to Cuba, why not just continue the swim? It's only like 90 miles between Cuba and Florida. It's about, it looks like maybe double that to, to the, the tip of Mexico over there. What, what, what is that tip of Mexico? The Yucatan? Yeah, the, the, the Yucatan, it looks kind of further. I just want to know how in the fuck they got there. Very interesting. Very interesting. Okay, that's, that, that's my first question I have today. My second question I have today, I have four. This second one it, it isn't really it much, but can somebody just finally beat the shit out of Machine Gun Kelly? 
Well, first, you would think that they took a boat, then a bus, but I'm thinking they probably took a plane. It seems Del Rio would be like they're taking the scenic route. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy. It don't make no sense. Yeah, but even Haitians have heard about Florida. (laughs) All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. We got the Haitian thing kind of figured out, but we don't. Not at all. Let's go to Machine Gun Kelly. Can somebody just whip his fucking ass already? I don't know about you, but I am tired of this guy. You know, he first tried calling out Eminem, and Eminem squashed him like a bug to where he's not even doing rap music no more. Now he's buddied up to Travis Barker, and they called out Slipknot. Now, why would you call out Slipknot? You don't do the same kind of music they do. You do this poppy punk stuff. This, you went from rap to poppy punk. I can't wait till Machine Gun Kelly crosses over to country. Oh, that'll be my favorite. And then he's going to fuck up and anger me and call out either George Strait or Hank Williams Jr., and I'm going to have to end him. I'm just telling him that right now. You say one thing about George Strait or Hank Jr., I'm going to fucking end you. It will be over. Found the source. Okay, here we go. Triple T has a source for me. On the Haitians, folks. Haitians who traveled from Chile. I I, I don't want I, I don't want to subscribe. No 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 no. Damn it to hell! Why did it do that? Many Haitians. Ugh. I don't want to fucking subscribe. God damn it! Cancel any time. Okay, they, I can't even read the story because the goddamn Houston Chronicle wants me to. Subscribe to their fucking newspaper, and I wouldn't do that. Okay, so they came from Chile. How'd they fucking get to Chile? I don't know. I have no idea. Buenos dias, Ogre. Ogre, you can help us out with this. How did the Haitians get to Del Rio? We, we do not have Chile. No, we do not have Chile. We're just trying to figure out, first of all, my first question today. Well, my first original question is, how can I become a part of the USO? Then we switch to the question of, how did these people from Haiti get to Del Rio, Texas? Oh, don't worry about Triple T. These are questions I I really don't need the answers to. They're just questions in my head. And I ask these questions because something doesn't seem right. The Haitians made it all the way to Del Rio, Texas. And then we put them on a plane and said, fuck you. I think they were already in Mexico and Central America and made their way up to land uh, for good barbecue. Okay. All right. So these are folks that ain't been in Haiti for a while. And now they're getting deported back to Haiti, and they're like, fuck, we don't want to go back there. We were, we were enjoying Central America. And then we thought America was open. Next question is about Machine Gun Kelly, and can somebody just fucking punch that motherfucker in the mouth? Douglas says, I like MGK, MGK, but he has a huge ego. Yeah, he has an enormous ego and really nothing to show for it, minus, you know, he's fucking Megan Fox. Good for him that he's fucking, you know, gigantic toe thumbs, but... 
He calls out Eminem. Eminem squashes him. He 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 plays Tommy Lee in the movie. And now he thinks he's a rock star. Then he calls out Slipknot. Slipknot are a bunch of guys from Iowa that I would not fuck with, especially Corey Taylor. I ain't gonna mess with any of them motherfuckers. They all frighten me. Hold on, I got something here. Let's see. Just wanted. Okay, well, I'll look at that. Thank you. What was the biggest, uh, what was the slip net? Well, so allegedly, the other day at some big festival, Machine Gun Kelly was on stage in front of all these fans. And he goes, you know what I'm proud of? I'm proud that I'm not 50 and have some mask on. And I guess he dissed Corey Taylor or something. I guess that Corey Taylor was going to be on his last album. But Corey Taylor said, no, I don't necessarily want to do it. And then Machine Gun Kelly says he did a track, but it sucked. And I don't know why. He, and he didn't put it on his record. I don't know why he would do all this. And But just, just, just stop. Just stop. It's like they were pieces in a giant version of the board game. Sorry, we're one space away from getting a home base, and another player landed on them, and bam, back to where they came from. Uh, Rap Devil wasn't a bad song, and I'm not a fan. I think he needs to disappear. Well, like I said, once he decides to come over to the country genre and he disses George Strait or Hank Jr., I will make him disappear. I'll bet Megan Fox puts her thumb fingers in his butthole every night. Uh, Machine Gun Kelly accused Corey Taylor of being butthurt because he wasn't on the tickets to my Downfall album. I've heard differently. I heard that Corey Taylor didn't want to do it and all this. I don't know. Just go away and shut up. My next question is, Jay Leno has a daytime talk show. Why? Why is Jay Leno coming back now during the day? Aren't we done with Jay Leno? Hasn't he done? Uh, uh, Jay Leno? Jay Leno? Hey, hey, guys. Uh, yeah, I've got Kevin back on the show. This way I can talk about the colors again. Uh, uh, Jay Leno, the only time he would ever talk to his band leader, Kevin, whatever his name was, the guy who played the big bass, the only time he would talk to him during the whole show was about black people. All you got to do is go watch old episodes. Jay Leno. Now, this last question is a for real question. How is it that Nick Cannon keeps coming back? Nick Cannon is the world's worst penny. Nick Cannon comes out and and just obliterates Jewish people. And they fire him. They take his show away. Now Wild and Out is back, which, by the way, that show is terrible. And now he's got a daytime talk show. What, what, why, why does Nick Cannon 
What what does he have? Does Nick Cannon have a 14-foot penis? Is that what it is? Does he have videotapes on all studio executives touching his penis? I'd like to know. Because Nick Cannon is not that talented. Is he talented? Yeah. Sucked as a comedian. Well, he fucked up radio. He tried to do radio, tried to do a morning show in L.A. Fuck that all to hell. Like, I understand he's trying to be the black Ryan Seacrest. And I don't get Ryan Seacrest either. Except he's willing to work. And and Nick Cannon's willing to work too, but... uh, Huh? Why does Nick Cannon get so many shots? Is he not getting paid? Are these free gigs he's doing? Yeah, it sounds more accurate that Corey Taylor didn't want to be on the album. Like Machine Gun Kelly asked him, it was rejected. Now he talks shit, and he is racist. Who, Machine Gun Kelly's racist? You asked why Jay Leno is coming to daytime. His competition is Drew Barrymore and Kelly Clarkson. He's going to dominate when Ellen's gone. Maybe, yeah. I know uh, is that he's married to Mariah Carey and she got fat so he can smoke a stick of dynamite (laughs) while being violated by Aquaman. My take on Nick Cannon, he's like Meghan Markle. He has magical genitals. His cock makes me see rainbows and unicorns. How else does he explain his life? Oh, Nick Cannon's racist. Yes, Nick Cannon, very racist. Very, very racist. Now, these were the questions I woke up with this morning because I I, I saw an ad for Nick Cannon's new daytime talk show. And now Jay Leno's got to compete with him. By the way, I don't think that Jay Leno is going to squash Kelly Clarkson and and who else? Drew Barrymore. Oh, Drew Barrymore. That's just, that's pure tripe. Not that Kelly Clarkson's show is any better. But my God, daytime TV, I thank God for TV shows that run marathons of Chicago PD or Chicago Fire or Blue Bloods or Criminal Minds. That way I don't get stuck watching one of these fucking bowls of tripe. I mean, from the moment he walked out with Mariah Carey, I thought, it's got to give me the cock. Yeah, he's got to have a huge cock. That's, it, it has to be. Has to be. Drew Barrymore, yes, and it is bad. I'm so glad I don't have cable. I had no clue any of these people had shows. Oh, it's so bad. I mean, it's either watch reruns of shows I've seen 58 times, watch this, or then I have to turn on the news and find stories like this one. COVID variant that originated in Japan has now been identified at Kentucky Nursing Home and has infected 45 residents. The new variant, R.1, is the variant they say to quote-unquote watch. So let's see, we've had COVID, then Delta, Epsilon didn't really go anywhere, Uh, Lambda or Lambda, 
Then there was another one after that, and now we got the R1. Wait, is that because numbers are going down? The, the, the news reported it today, and let me just tell you, that, that news anchor who I hate on Fox, boy, the look of disgust on his face when the, when the drunk gal's like, ah, COVID numbers are going down in Texas. Yeah, dramatically. Just, by the way, dramatically. Like we told you they would. I, 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 you know I hate to do that. You know I hate it. <laughs> it reinfects you an hour later. Hey, Dungeon says, God, I love me some white trash TV. Oh, God. And see, that was the good old days. This is just garbage. See, look, look. When you would hear cool-ass shit like, You are not. Garbage television, but at least it was halfway entertaining. Jerry Springer at times, halfway entertaining. Drew Barrymore. Making a, a a festive fall wreath on her show. Not entertaining. Gotta say, Kelly Clarkson doing since you were gone again. Not 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 entertaining. People swinging on one another and beating each other, entertaining. I don't have cable either, and I just recently started watching TV because of football and didn't realize all the propaganda they have on commercials. I don't miss that. No. Do they have those kind of shows anymore? Are we loving and all about feeling and decorating now? I I think you can still find some Springer and some, some, what's his name, Maury Povich. But it, that, that's all kind of played out. We've moved on. Now we give these celebrities that were once A-list celebrities talk shows. Well, I can't say Kelly Clarkson was ever really A-list. Uh, B-plus list celebrities, these talk shows. But, yes, the new COVID variant. By the way, how did he get from Japan to a nursing home in Kentucky? I think we can find patient zero pretty damn easy. Ain't a whole lot of people from Kentucky going over to Japan. We need a talk show hosted by Jason Statham where he just glares at people. This is what I, you know what I want? This is what I want. There ain't no way they're ever going back to soap operas during the day because those are too expensive. This is why they do all these shows. Because talk shows are really, really cheap. You know who had a good talk show? Steve Harvey. I like Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey was a fine show, but they took him off the air. Just, I, don't, I don't even know what to put on anymore. Hey, give me a talk show. You want something entertaining during the day? I'll, I'll have celebrities on there pimping their movies. And then I'll, I'll get my, my, my experts to dig up some dirt on them, and I'll pull out somebody from 30 years ago they dissed. And that way we can have like a Springer moment. KFC is pretty popular in Japan. There's your connection. By the way, uh, I'm seeing a lot of these chicken skin chips out and around. I know that Hattie B's has some. I saw another bag of them today. I just want to know when they're going to be at stores. They, they, oh, twice the protein is beef jerky. I don't give a shit. I want fried chicken skin chips now, right this second. 
Dr. Hazeltine, a virologist from the Warwick Medical School, has told Forbes magazine it has established a foothold in both Japan and the United States. So here you go. The next strain is R.1. Now that Delta numbers are going away, R.1 will shut down your businesses and make you wear a mask for the rest of your life. So tired of it. So, 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 so tired of it. Uh, what's next? Oh, okay. Uh, so this broke yesterday. This story broke yesterday. And it's getting notoriety, but not a lot. The story is that Chinese scientists wanted to genetically engineer coronaviruses that were more infectious to humans and then conduct experiments on live bats about 18 months before the first COVID cases emerged. Scientists at the Wuhan Institute of Virology were planning to genetically enhance airborne coronavirus and release aerosols containing novel semiric spike proteins among cave bats in China. You know, all this gain-of-function research that Dr. Fauci said they weren't doing and that the United States didn't pay for, you know, when he lied in front of Congress and he should be in jail for it? Too bad Farley isn't still around. His talk show on SNL was the truth. <laughs> Chris Farley show was great. By the way, a little update on Saturday Night Live. They announced three of their... Uh, Hosts this coming season, Owen Wilson is going to do the season opener. And then fucking Kim Kardashian's going to be on there. They announced four, actually. I don't know why Kim Kardashian is hosting. Even Deborah Messing came out and said, why? I, I, I don't know why she's hosting. Remy Malik is going to be there right around the time 007 movie comes out because he's the bad guy. And then Jason Sudeikis has been named as a uh, guest host this year. Former cast member, current Emmy winner for Ted Lasso, which I think is the best show on any sort of streaming process right now. The purpose of the research was to assess the risk of coronaviruses, work on ways to prevent outbreaks, and even vaccinate bats against the virus according to the original proposal. So they were sneaking in caves and spraying this in them and making sure they got it. Come on, they said they, they said it was a bat that got loose. I'm just going to say it right now. I, I've said that this is our JFK. And still nobody knows the truth about JFK from the the, the generation before, I will say it right now, we will never get the truth. All these people that who have died or who have lost their businesses or who have lost their minds because they've shut themselves in, they will never, ever get closure on this. 
And the reason being is no one can tell the truth about it. I think that's a crime. If Donald Trump had something to do with it, I want him named. I want everybody who had something to do with this coronavirus, I want them all named. And I think charges should be brought up against them. I don't give a fuck who you are. This is like touching kids to me. What's happened to our country in the last year and a half? And by the way, I saw something today. Isn't this really interesting? In almost a year, and I don't even know now, what, 20 months? 20 months this virus has been going around. 20 months. That's almost two full years. It's infected 42 million Americans. 42 million Americans have gotten the coronavirus. 600 and what is it? 50 or 675,000 people died. Isn't it weird that we shut everything in the world down for this, especially in America? Let's just keep it in America. We shut everything in America down for and and now it's kind of reopened, but not really. But think about it. In this 20 months, 42 million Americans, 20 months, 42 million Americans got it. Now, the last time the flu was a big deal, because we've eradicated it, but they're warning us about it this year, it was 2016, 2017 that the last bad flu happened. But see, flu has a season. Flu is only a few months, like six months. I believe it was 2017 to 2018. That was the flu season there. 45 million Americans came down with the flu. That's about two and a half million more Americans got the flu than COVID. Yet in 2017, we weren't wearing masks and we weren't shutting businesses down. Look it up. Those numbers are all real. Can anybody explain that to me? And by the way, every year, it's, it's usually about 36 to 38 million. 2017, 2018 was a bad year. But 38 million people every year get the flu. We don't shut down for that. We don't wear a mask, and that's only like a six-month, seven-month window. 42 million people have gotten the coronavirus in this 20-month window that we have, almost three times as long as any flu season. And we're wearing masks. We have to wear masks on planes. Huh? Huh? Hmm. Hmm. Hank Dungeon says, I want to see Kim Kardashian host SNL just about as much as I'd want to see the Markles do it. Just why? Uh, and by the way, we do have a story about the Markles, which means, that's right, the Markle song is coming out today. Uh, I haven't seen a full episode of SNL in like a decade at least. SNL isn't entertaining anymore. There are a few skits that I've seen on YouTube, but not that funny. Here's the thing with Saturday Night Live. 
I grew up with Saturday Night Live, and I still watch it because, well, I like to punish myself. And I like to see if they steal anything from me that week. But that is the thing that's missing. Saturday Night Live does not have returning characters like they used to. We all love the church lady. We all loved Hans and Franz. And maybe they weren't an every week thing, but they were a couple times a month. The last great character I can remember was Stefan on Weekend Update. But they don't have returning characters anymore. I don't know why they don't do that. It, it, it's been, it, the only one they have is Donald Trump. And that one really doesn't count. Anybody in politics doesn't count. But why not think of something funny? I mean, I, I, the greatest character ever was live in a van down by the river. I wish you could just shut your big yapper. Well, la de frickin' da. Well, whoop de frickin' do. For the love of God, Jack Squad, for God's sakes. Sweet mother of God. I don't understand what's going on in the news. I'm not likable. I don't change my underwear. Uh, I don't exercise. And when I do sweat, I don't shower. I don't clean the area between my crotch and legs. That was Bennett Brower. That was a that was a, a bit they did on on, on the, the weekend update with uh, Kevin Nealon. They had returning characters, the Gap Girls. They don't do that anymore. And it's like, why, why did Lauren Michaels go away from that? That was successful. I, I don't understand when successful people go away from shit. You ride that bitch till it fucking dies. And then Jen says, I 100% agree. It's not funny like it was. And no, I don't watch anymore. It's just not worth staying up for. Used to be, though. It did. It was. It was appointment television. Greatest skit was a fifth Beatle by Eddie. Eddie Murphy, he had, look look at his returning characters. Mr. Robinson's Neighborhood. Gumby, damn it. The show was really, really funny for a long time. Now it's not. By the way, today's jokes, uh, let, let me get today's jokes out of the way real quick. Uh, first one is, uh, what does Kermit the Frog tell Miss Piggy when he's feeling frisky? Rub it. <laughs> what is Peter Pan's favorite place to eat out? Wendy's. That one's fucking good. And what do bulimia and Coke Zero have in common? Twice the taste, zero calories. There you go. There you go. Uh, all right, where are we at here? Uh, Washington School. Uh, one more thing on the whole corona thing. Uh, th this is so dumb. 
students at Geiger Monastery School in Tacoma, Washington, have to wear masks at all times, including while they're eating lunch. The principal says, we all wear masks even in the cafeteria. Spreading children out during meals, lowering only to take a bite or drink, and then raising again. He wants the kids to to chew with their masks on. So you take a bite, and you put that mask up real quick, and you chew with that mask closed. I can't wait. Look, this is going to sound terrible, but I can't wait until the first kid chokes. So I got to do the Heimlich maneuver. Our school is fortunate to have excellent mechanical airflow system. Children are taught to stay three feet apart. Well, wait a second. It's six feet. Social distancing is six feet there, Principal O'Brien. <laughs> Put your mask up when you chew, damn it. Can you imagine going into a restaurant and them telling you that? They told us that on the planes this week. The, uh... The air waiter, he comes on. Hi, everybody. Look, uh, the mask mandates are in place. Wear your mask all the time. If you're going to eat or drink, just raise your mask in between bites. Well, we'll help those kids that eat with their mouths open. That's true. It'll help those little savages that weren't raised correctly. You chew with your fucking mouth shut. What would your reactions be as parents? As parents, if you get sent, your kid gets sent home because he pulled his mask down at lunch to eat. I think I'd have a little bit of a problem with that. I, I, I'm just saying, I think, I think... That I'd be like, uh, excuse me? He got to chew with his mask on? But three feet to a little person is like six feet to a full-size person. But the FDA even came out and said the six-foot thing, they have no idea where it came from. We know it came from a failed science fair project. We know it. Nobody can tell the truth anymore. I had my nephew over yesterday. I had to keep reminding him to close his mouth as he chewed. Look, little kids got to get, they, they got to learn that. It's a, it, you got to learn them. You got to learn them. I, I think I did it once. And the rap to the back of my head from my mother, that was enough to get me to close my mouth. We can chew with our mouth closed. Wham! Okay. Yes, ma'am. I'll chew with my mouth open to this day. Keep the six-fold rule. I love it. Because yeah, you hate people. That's why. Next time I'll wear, make him wear a mask. There you go. That'll scare kids into it. By the way, did anybody get to see the brand-new border wall that's up in Texas? <laughs> Oh, Governor Wheels is not playing around. 
Governor Wheels ordered the Department of Public Safety and the National Guard of Texas to use vehicle barriers to block the crossing of immigrants right by Del Rio, Texas. Hundreds of law enforcement vehicles poured into the region, creating a miles-long barrier, mile-long barrier at the Rio Grande. I think it's fantastic. Where the fence ends, the police cars begin. You see that, and you're like, oh, fuck, maybe I'll just turn around and stay in beautiful old Mexico. Oh, man. <laughs> so funny. All this is just, it, 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 it's amusing to me. Is there a Whataburger installed in the wall? I think it's like, a, I think it's a block away. By the way, speaking of the migrants, health and human service documents that were released yesterday reveal incidents of sexual and physical abuse of unaccompanied migrant children. Surprise, surprise, surprise. What? What? What kids are being sexually and physical physically abused at the border? Golly. I didn't think that was happening. Just wait till Beto gets elected. Beto is not gonna get but if Beto gets the Democratic nod to run, he is going to get lapped. He's gonna get lapped by a guy in a wheelchair. And the guy in the wheelchair isn't even the front runner anymore. It's another Republican. It's not even Lieutenant Colonel West. Jesus, Matthew McConaughey has a better shot at becoming governor of Texas than Beto O'Rourke. In Texas, you cannot say, I want to take guns away. This is that state. No, no, no. I don't care how many people from California move here or from other liberal areas. They want to move here and say, take away guns. You are going to start a civil war in Texas. And I know I'll be on Tommy's side no matter what. But my God, I can't believe that documents that are talking about the Office of Refugee Resettlement reveal incidents of physical and sexual abuse on unaccompanied minors. You've got to be kidding me. I thought we were getting the cream of the crop of those people. I, I just raised my hands and say, why is this a story? Yeah, I, I mean, didn't we all kind of know this shit was happening? This is like when the University of Alabama plays against, you know, the 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 Keller School for Blind and Deaf football team, and Alabama wins seventy-eight to nothing. We all knew that was going to happen. I'm glad they played just to get it out of the way, but God damn. 
I mean, I mean, seriously. God damn. Wait, wait, wait. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What, what does Cotton Patch have? All new brisket? Okay. Wait, wait. Everything's chicken fry. Okay, all right. Allow. Yeah, I'm going to allow this. Close that. I, I want to know what, what what do they have? Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh, my God. They have chicken fried brisket at Cotton Patch. Brisket queso. Brisket tacos. Brisket quesadilla. Man, chicken fried brisket. I've had it. That's just good. Chicken fried brisket is good. With Dr. Pepper barbecue sauce? No, I'll just get it with the gravy. Larry Nasser and Jerry Sandusky must be on a prisoner work release program in Texas. By the way, made meatloaf yesterday. And let me just see, magnifique. Oh, that shit was good. Somebody asked me. Somebody asked me online. You put barbecue sauce on? No, no. I have a special sauce that I put on the top. No, it's not that special sauce, you dirty birds. It's a mixture my mother taught me. So uh, having that today, because it's always better a day later. On, on meatloaf sandwiches. Uh, just like the Afghanistans that were flown over here, one has been arrested for trying to rape a kid. Like, we didn't see that coming. Already? Holy shit. Yeah, because we aren't getting the best of the best. We aren't getting the cream of the crop. Everybody seen the story about model Lin- Linda Evangelista? She was the blonde chick in the uh, the Freedom video. With all the supermodels, the short-haired blonde girl, really, really hot way back in the day. She's saying she got some procedure. And, and it caused her, it, it, that procedure is called chicken frying shit. You got fat, honey. You're no longer a model and you are fucking wolfing down tacos and cheese. That crop is syphilis. He'll be set free because they'll say he didn't know any better. Is that true that it was the man's wife who's a kid? That wouldn't surprise me. Didn't they have like a bunch of mail order brides that we we brought over here? Did Gavin Newsom personally inspect them? Jesus. And I love the fact that Kaylee McEnany actually called people out finally. We all saw the the clusterfuck that was Joe Biden and Boris Johnson. Boris Johnson, hey, 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 leader of Great Britain, there's this new invention that's been around for, I don't know, maybe a couple hundred years. It's called a fucking comb. How about you use it? Motherfucker with his crazy-ass hairstyle, right? He looks like Tweak from South Park. 
And he was the only one answering questions the other day when they were having a sit-down, he and Joe Biden. And the media is now getting upset. Kaylee McEnany says, uh, excuse me, where were you guys when he was hiding in a basement? I got give it up to the gal. A, her hotness. B, that notebook she carries around is sexy. And C, she's absolutely right about this. Nobody said, he didn't answer shit on the campaign trail. And now the media is getting upset with him? That same media that got him elected? They think that he's going to pay them back? Well, let me just give you, hey, media. That ain't happening. That ain't happening at all, Captain. No. No, no, no. Supposedly the White House press filed papers against Joe Biden for not answering questions. He's never answered questions. He stumbles and stammers everywhere he goes. Uh, Brian sent me this story. Two Afghan men at Fort McCoy charged with assault, engaging in sex acts with the minor. The story goes on, but I have to answer this. Is this a real question here? Uh, Answer a survey question and continue reading this content. Which of the following outerwear have you heard of? Moose Knuckles, Canada Goose, Mackage, Moncler, none of the above. I've heard of Moose Knuckles. Which of the following outerwear would you consider purchasing? I would consider purchasing Moose Knuckles. And my last question, which outerwear would you likely motion at Moose Knuckles? There it is. Submit. Two Afghan men at Fort McCoy in western Wisconsin were charged Wednesday with committing unrelated crimes while staying at the base, including assault and engaging in sexual act with a child. If convicted, they could spend up to life in a federal prison. Which, by the way, a federal prison is like fucking club med to people from Afghanistan. Mainly because prisons have air conditioning. Ellis has moose knuckles. Yes, yes he does. See, if we take in refugees, they need to embrace our customs. And pedophilia is only accepted in California because we have a shitty government (laughs) or other shitty blue states. Uh, Kid was bummed she couldn't get raped by an American instead. She's like, not these guys again. I'd like a cock that isn't dirty in me. God, that was fucking mean of me to say. Jesus. But... Why are, why are reporters upset now? Why are they getting mad now? Hey, 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 reporters. You know what? I hate to do this more than anything, but when, when Joe Biden was hiding in that garage. Well, I don't want to sound like a dickhole, but I told you so. Or basement or wherever he was instead of campaigning and still getting more votes than any other human being has ever gotten for the president of the United States. 
It's amazing that 80 million people have a grudge that bad against Donald Trump. But, hey, okay, I'll live with it because I ain't going to say the election was stolen because I don't want Homeland Security fucking coming up on me. You think those 80 million people are over that grudge now? Now that gas is at an all-time high? Now that we got refugees over here raping children? Man, thank God we don't have mean tweets anymore. Gosh, I think we're way better off as a country. Speaking of Joe Biden, the media finally has has finally confirmed that the Hunter Biden laptop story is real. Politico, one of the big dogs when it comes to reporting, finally announced it yesterday that the material first reported by right-leaning the New York Post was actually all true. There are pictures of underage girls. There are videos of him smoking crack. But we were told this was all Russian propaganda, Russian misinformation. You know, all that shit that we were told for the previous three years, even though there was no proof of that. This is 100% true that Hunter Biden is a crackhead. It's too late to do anything now. I mean... Look, look, look at the situation we're in now. I want you to think about this. We can impeach Joe. We can get Joe out of office. They can 25th Amendment Joe. They'll get him out of office. But, um, if he's out of office, somebody's got to take over that office. And who's that person that's going to take over that office? That's right. You guessed it. Kamala the Indian Giant. Actor Brian just sent me a story from the Daily Mail. Chinese whistleblower claims first COVID outbreak was intentional and happened in 2019 at the Military World Games in Wuhan, two months before China notified the world about the virus. Um, once again, let me just say, um, uh, well, I don't want to sound like a dickhole, but I told you so. I can't help but this admission about Hunter comes out after he appeared on the Mount Rushmore. (laughs) Oh, I'm on a happy Friday Eve to you as well. God damn. Jesus. Well, 
thank you for Politico for, for finally giving us what we thought was true. I got to wrap this break up so we can get to Joe here in just a little bit. But first, man, oh, man, if your kids want to go to MIT, you better, you, you know what, you better make sure they're smart enough to go there. Because MIT, the Massachusetts Institute of Technology, they have the brightest minds there because in a new study they've done, are you ready for this? Are you sitting down? Everybody ready? Okay. In a new study from MIT, Tesla drivers who use the autopilot become less attentive. Wait, 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 wait. Is that tr- less attentive while using the autopilot? Man, oh man, thank God we have MIT here in America on our side. You put the car in autopilot and you become less attentive? Well, duh! How do you I wouldn't turn that report into a junior college, let alone M-I-fucking-T. Uh, professor, Professor, uh, we've done a study on uh, people that drive Teslas, and when they engage in the autopilot, they become less attentive. Huh? You've got to be fucking kidding me. This was a front-page story yesterday. I would become way less attentive because I would be napping, which I hear is illegal to do. Oh, my God. Thank God MIT told us this. I, I, I don't even understand our country anymore. Every one of those kids that participated in that study, I would kick out of MIT. Sorry, you're not MIT material. I don't know. They can't even go to my fucking, uh, my junior college alumnus, the Richland Thunderducks. It was a duck that was holding a lightning bolt. That was our mascot. I'm not making that up. I wonder if Pornhub site views increase with Tesla sales. Wow. When the car's driving itself, the drivers play less attention. I, I'm flabbergasted. Completely taken back. All right, we're going to take a break here uh, so we can get Joe, Lake Tahoe Joe on here. 775-357-FANS is the nombre. Arnie Radio 1 at gmail.com. Gospel. 
But then again, too few to mention I did what I had to do Saw it through without exemption I planned each charted course Each careful step along the byway And more, much more than this I did it my way Yes, there were times I'm sure you knew When I bit off more than I could chew But through it all When there was NFL to talk about here. Joe, Joe Murphy. Joe, are you there? Yeah. Hey, what's up, buddy? How are you? 
Oh, you know, another brutal week in, uh, in football, but I'm always bouncing back. All right. Well, hey, that's the best thing about you, Joe, is that you always do bounce back, and you're even better than ever. So. <laughs> I'm always trying. It's, uh, I'm always trying, you know, because like, uh, tomorrow's another day, and everything is always better. The next day. Damn right. Damn right. All right. Let's get started, Joe. We weren't here last week. We were too busy celebrating my 50th birthday. Um, It was out of control. It was crazy. And the Longhorns won 58 to nothing, and the Cowboys won, so I had a great birthday weekend. Beautiful, beautiful. Now we got a few college games to talk about this weekend, and I want to get your input on the first one being number 12 undefeated Notre Dame. On the road against Wisconsin, the line that I have is Wisconsin is laying six and a half points. Yeah, that that's correct. Um, because Notre Dame, you know, they just well, they, they barely got by Toledo. Yeah, holy, I, they barely holy got Toledo. They they barely got by Florida State, who then lost to a an FCS school. Yeah, Florida State's horrible. They're zero and three. They're like worst start ever. But they almost beat Notre Dame. Yeah, exactly, exactly, and then and 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 like I said, they uh, Notre Dame barely got past Toledo, so they're on the road too. With they're not getting a lot of respect. I kind of like Wisconsin. I love Wisconsin in this because they do something. Okay, so they do the jump around thing at Wisconsin. They also do this thing where half the stadium yells "eat shit" and the other half yells "fuck off." That is, uh, yeah, that's, uh, I don't, that doesn't catch on nationwide, but yeah, that's great for them. <laughs> <laughs> but, but they're playing in Wisconsin. The over-under is 46. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's, I, I, I don't know about that. Uh, I think Wisconsin's going to, you know, whole place. Wisconsin lost their first game of the year, and I think that kind of pissed them off, and so they've kind of pulled things together. I like Wisconsin. I like Wisconsin in the over in, in this yeah. game. That, okay, that's yeah. what I, I like. I definitely like Wisconsin. All right, and that All game right. will be on. That game's a nationwide national game on Fox. So yeah, we get to watch that one. That'll be a good one. All right, next game up. Um, this this game is really interesting because I don't know what to think about either. Well, I hate both teams. Obviously, I hate Arkansas because they beat my beloved Longhorns this year. Right. They're three and zero. Taking on the three and O Texas A and M the Faggies. Yeah, yeah. You know this is why I love. Just a real quick note: why I love college football is because um, you get like Colorado, like Colorado, Colorado barely lost to Texas A and M at home, like ten to seven. And you're like, and you're like, wow, Colorado is pretty good. And then Colorado the week after, which was last week, they lose at home to Minnesota 30 to nothing. Yeah. Well, AM's <laughs> so, quarterback got hurt in that game against Colorado. Their starting quarterback went right. down. I don't know if he's back yet or not. This game's in Arlington like it is every year. Oh, they're playing in Arlington. Yeah. Um, I I don't know if he's back either. I know AM's laying the six. Uh, Arkansas, I don't know. Like he's not. You know, you want Arkansas to have a great year so that it makes yeah. your, your Longhorns look better. Exactly. So, uh, A&M laying the six. Uh, being a neutral site, I like A&M. See, you say they're laying six. This line opened A&M laying four and a half. 
Yeah. Oh, it's well, moved. you know what? You know what? I got this line. I think my line was opening. I'm not sure. Okay. Uh, but I, I saw what it said. But you get four and a half. That means people are liking Arkansas. But if Arkansas was at home, I'd probably like Arkansas. Oh, I would. I would go all day on Arkansas if they were at home. But the neutral side, I think I like AM. I, I mean, it, as soon as you know when Arkansas runs on the field. Yeah. Woo! Suey, go punt, go pigs. I, I I I'm picking Arkansas in an upset in this game. Now Mike okay. Mike D just wrote them Sooners still winning. Rattler sucks though. As a Sooners fan, they're in trouble versus other top five teams if he doesn't step it up. And Arkansas didn't beat your team, Arnie. They pushed their shit in. Well, thank you very much for that. Wow. Yes. Well, and don't forget, I think Rattler's an albino. I'm yeah. Sure. <laughs> that guy's weird and he's not that good of a quarterback. Yeah. Uh, all right, now only two more games to go. We got to cover the two and two Nebraska Cornhuskers on you the road what? against Michigan State. Those guys, those guys, really the the Cornhuskers. They, I was really, I was impressed. I thought it was going to be a blowout against Oklahoma. I thought they were going to get their ass handed to them, and they actually hung in there, which. I mean, which the whole second half, I think they shut out Oklahoma in the second half. They I did. Know, one, one touchdown they gave up. Um, so they impressed me so much with that game. I, and then my boys, I got to take them. They're getting what, five, three and a half, five? Uh, five. Half. They're getting five. Yeah. Yeah. So I got to take them. Uh, I got to take them getting the five. I think it's going to be a little fist fight going on. Oh, I, I do, too. I think this is going to be an ugly, old-school Big Ten game. This is going to be one of those games where you wish there was snow involved. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah. That would be cool if there was some snow. Yeah, and we'll, we'll see how Oklahoma is this weekend. This, this is a game I'm just looking at. They're a 17-point favorite at home against West Virginia. I don't think they cover because I don't think Spencer Rattler is that good. Because, yeah. as you mentioned, he is an albino. You know, they've always they've always said, you know, first it was always the white quarterback. And they said, what about the black quarterback? Nobody's ever brought up the albino quarterback. Ever. In the history of time, he's frightening. <laughs> it's not never made a controversy. Well, it is now. All right. Our final college game before we jump to the NFL. Uh, the Texas Tech, the little brothers, the little baby brothers, because AM's like our little brother. But the, the, the Red Raiders, little guns up, Reckham Tech, is coming to Austin this year yeah. to take on my beloved Longhorns. The Longhorns are a seven-and-a-half-point favorite. Longhorns looked great last week, but everybody looks great against Rice. You know that, did you know that the Longhorns opened up at 11? People love, people love Texas Tech. I got to tell you what, I, you know, I'm going to root for your Longhorns. I hope they win that game, but I think – I think they got a tussle ahead of them. I really do. I well, think they got. A, I think they got a battle ahead of them. Tech owes us one because we scored 15 points in a minute and 30 seconds last year to beat them in Tech, and Tech fans still haven't forgot that. Neither have Longhorn yeah. fans. Yeah, um, I just. I think a lot of people haven't given uh, Tech. I forget Tech was that from underdog to somebody, and I liked him last week and the week before. And they won outright, and I can't remember that game now. I'd have to look back, but uh, but I just think they, I just think that, uh, uh, that I, you know, I've seen the Longhorns play. 
Uh, I've watched them play, and I just think it's going to be a little closer than they, than they think. All right. All right. That's fair. I mean, Bijan Robinson has 52 carries for almost 300 yards this season. The kid is a fucking stud. That's all I got to say about that. All right. All right. Now, to the NFL we go. Now, has anything surprised you in the NFL this season so far? I know we're only two games in. What any big surprises yeah. yet for you, Joe? Um. Well, the uh, the Bills. Uh, I thought they were going to be a lot better than they are, but we'll see. And I thought I was hoping my Steelers uh, were going to do a lot, but they've got a lot of injuries to deal with. That's yeah. kind of bugging me out. Okay. I- um, you know, I, I, I've i got to say, I like the way Matt Stafford's playing in L.A. I don't know how long yeah. he's going to keep it up because he's older yeah. than God. But it's We good. talked about that. How yeah. good is he gonna be? And, and, and he has done a great job there, yeah. He, he's done great. You know what I'm surprised at? I'm surprised, honestly, pleasantly surprised at the Las Vegas Raiders. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, well, and they did that against my Steelers, but uh, I, I kind of – Expected that um, they, you know, Gruden's a good coach, and uh, I think they're really. I mean, they they got a decent team, and uh, it, it's good to see them kind of win. Like I said, I couldn't stand the Oakland Raiders, but since they're a Nevada team now, I kind of <laughs> got a little, little piece of my heart that kind of roots for them. All okay. right, all right. So we'll start with tonight's game. Tonight, tonight's shitty game. The two and Carolina Panthers taking on. The Houston Texans, and Tyrod Taylor is medically ruled out of this game, and meaning Deshaun Watson is going to be paid millions of dollars to sit on the bench. What do you think of this game tonight? Uh, well, it's, and this is why they give this game to the NFL Network, because nobody's able to watch it once they have the NFL Network. <laughs> so, so they put the Panthers into the Texans. I like the Texans at home. Uh, except I'm going to be rooting for Carolina. I'm not going to bet on this game. Uh, I, I like the Texans to cover. Well, no, like he's sitting out. Hell with it. I'm taking Carolina. Yeah, I mean, Carolina's an eight-point favorite on the road against a backup quarterback. Wow. I mean, the, the Texans are hemorrhaging. I love it because I hate the city of Houston. I think the Panthers and Christian McCafferty go off. Sam Darnold has had a rejuvenation in his career. Oh, that's, see now, see now, this is where, this is where I told you before, like last week, I just realized, I put in what I think the line should be. Without looking at the lines of these games, I have the Houston Texans as a three-point favorite. No, 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 no. The Panthers are an okay. eight-point favorite. Well, now you know what it should be. Yeah. And and I, I take the Panthers all day long in this game, but like you said, I ain't gonna be watching this shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right, next one on there. Sunday, we have the Washington football team, also known as the Redskins on this show. Both teams are one and one taking on the Buffalo Bills. I myself, I think the line should be the Bills minus six. Uh, you're close. It's minus seven and a half, my friend. Okay, I, I like the Bills. That uh, that Allen, he's, he's, I like that kid. Taylor Hinkie is the quarterback for Washington. I I think that this Cinderella story comes to an end. I, I think the Bills break his glass slipper this week. 
I don't even know. I, uh, Hinky, yeah. it sounds like Michigan, but I know it's not the same Hinky. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I like the Bills. I like the Bills all day long in this game. So, yeah. Uh, all right. The team that, I don't know, they can't get out of their own way. It's the Chicago Bears. And at the Cleveland Browns. At the Browns. What line do you think it should be, Joe? I have the Browns, Browns by seven. You're right on the number. You nailed Beautiful. it. You nailed that one. Correct the mundo. Baker Mayfield, uh, he's been playing okay. I hate him. I hate Baker Mayfield. I'm just going to let that out there. I hate Baker Mayfield. I know you do. I know. You told me that before. I don't hate the kid. I hate him. He's in the same division as the Steelers. Um, You know, I don't enjoy his commercials, but (laughs) at home with Baker Mayfield. Yeah, I I, yeah. I think that I think the Browns are way too tough at home, and the Bears. Look, let's just call it what it is. The Bears suck. They do. They it, do. I have to give it my old. Yeah, I mean, this is the Chicago. This is what they run out on the field to. And, and hey, if you see Chris Payne this week, be sure to tell him I said the Chicago Bears suck. Because oh, I, is, will, I, I knew it. I will. I will Facebook it. I will. <laughs> I will Instagram it. I will tweet it. Good, good, good. <laughs> uh, all right, so yeah. we're both taking the Browns in that game, in that tussle. Okay. Um, how about the Ravens, the one and one Ravens taking on the 0-2 Lions? What should the line be? It's in I have it as a pick-up, as an even game. Joe, if I didn't know any better, I would ask what you're smoking right now because Baltimore's an eight-point favorite on the road. Well, there you go. The Lions are going to have – I'm telling you what it should be. This is going to be an all-out bar burger. The Lions are at home, and uh, I think uh, I'm, I'm going to be pulling for them. I mean, look, that, what, what, the, what the Bravens did the other night, I mean, they should have lost to Kansas City on Monday night or Sunday night. They should have lost that game. They they, yeah. they they should have lost that game, but a fumble caused it, and they won. It was a hell of a game. I got the Ravens in this. Maybe not to cover. I might take the Lions and the eight points. Yeah, that's a lot of points in the NFL. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's a ton of points. Uh, moving on uh, to the Colts. The 0-2 Colts on the road against the 1-1 and Titans. Okay, yeah, the Colts and Titans. I, I have this game as the uh, Titans by a touchdown. Close. They have the Titans minus five. They're, I think they're giving away money, that. Yeah. That's, that's a lot. That's a lot of points. I want to see the Colts come back and win one. Win that one. I, I, I think the Titans, look, the way the Titans played last week against – Seattle overcoming that deficit by running the ball. The Titans, even though they have Ryan Tannehill, who went to AM, so fuck him. I think the Titans are a better team. Yeah, I think they're a better team too. They're one of those teams that I really don't care about a whole lot. I don't pay a lot of attention to them, but uh, I do this. That's the same with the Colts. I used to watch the Colts a lot with. with you know, when uh, Peyton was playing sure. for him, but Sure. Yeah, the Colts aren't that team anymore. 
Uh, no. Next game are the one and one Chargers against the one and one Chiefs. Wow. In Kansas uh, City. But in that game, it's in Kansas City. Let me see. What do I have for that? I have the Chiefs an eight-point favorite. How many? Eight. Uh, they got them at six and a half here. Yeah. Chargers. Look, I got to say, the Chargers, they would have beat the Cowboys last week if they didn't have so many penalties. If they wouldn't have got penalized so much last week, they beat the Dallas Cowboys, which pains me to say, but they didn't because they knew it was my birthday. And if the Chiefs had to fumble, the Chiefs would have won, too. Exactly, yeah. I mean, look, I think the Chiefs are still the class of the, especially the AFC West of the AFC. I still think that they're the top dog right now in the AFC. Right. I take Yeah, they they have to be. Yeah, they have to be. Yeah, I take the Chiefs all day long in this game. Okay, yeah. It's six and a half. I'd probably take the Chiefs, too, because they're, they're going to be a little pissed off about uh, last week, Yeah, too. a smidge. Yeah. Uh, Just as bad. Uh, in a game that I don't even know what to think of this game, the Saints are on the road against the Patriots. Jeez. All right. And, folks, uh, I, knows, I'm as honest as the day is long. Yep. So these are truly, truly, I truly did not look at any – <laughs> Stop laughing. I truly did not look at any at any uh, points. I put these as I went down. I have that game. Let's see. Which one are we looking at? The Patriots? Saints and Patriots. I have that game as an even pick em game. They have New England getting three points, which you get three points for being the home team, so you're probably right on that. I mean, yeah. the, the Saints, Jameis Winston, he had that huge game, game one. Everybody said, oh, he had five touchdown passes, but he only threw for 148 yards. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And, and yeah, remember, he, he's going to have his breakout game soon where he does throw his three to four pick. Yeah, oh, God, yeah, it's coming. It, it might be yeah. this week. I don't know. Mac Jones is doing pretty good as a rookie for New England. He's He's letting the game come to him instead of him trying to take it over. I like the Patriots by at least a touchdown. With the Belichick factor, yeah. I'm on board with you. yeah. Uh, neither of these teams are worth a shit. I don't know why we're talking about it, but we'll talk about it. The 0-2 Falcons on the road against the 0-2 Giants. Oh, my God. Yeah. I might start watching soap operas again if I got to watch this again. I mean. Man, I would hate to be a fan that lived in either one of those markets, and I have to watch that game. Oh my God! Where is Lickerman? Oh yeah, and this is this is uh this is by the airport in New Jersey, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. I have the game as a pick. Just two: the bad versus bad. So yeah. I also have that one as a pick. Uh, they have the Giants as a three-point favorite again. They're getting points because they're at home. Yeah. I, I hate this game. I I don't. You know what? Fuck it. I'll take the road dog in this game. Uh, I'll. I'll, I'll take I'll take the Falcons. Okay, I'll take the home favorite because I, I, if I had to pick, I hate the Falcons more than I hate the Giants. Okay, so. all right, that's fair. That's fair. How about your team now? Your beloved Steelers are at home. They're one and one record, taking on the Cincinnati Bengals, who are also one and one. How they got to one and one, I don't know, but. What do you think? Well, they beat the members. I think they beat. Didn't they beat the, the Eagles or something? No, no, they didn't beat the Eagles. 
Um, they won their first game of the season. It, yeah. I, I don't know. Was that because they, they lost last week because fucking uh, what's his name? The quarterback for the Bengals threw three picks on three consecutive passes against the Bears. Oh. The Bears yeah, are awful. Yeah. Who was it that had five? Was it wasn't it the Jets kid Zach Wilson or something? Had like yeah. Five yeah. 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 The kid from BYU. Shocking. <laughs> Shocking. Because yeah. um, nobody on the Jets was wearing name tags like they do at BYU. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What do you What do you think the line should be for this game? Well, in the hotel, it's not just like they have women that stay in hotels. He's not he's used to the men's dorm at BYU. <laughs> um, it's a sausage fest every night. Um, uh, you know what? The, the, Roethlisberger is ruled out, but he has said, I read where he is he is going to do everything he can to play. Um, of course, I, I, I the line I have is I before Roethlisberger is out, I added like seven and a half. I would have to think it's about. I think it's about six. I think I did see this one. The Steelers are like a six-point favorite. I've got him at three right now. Oh, okay. Or uh, ESPN three, has him at three. I'm going to. I'm going to take. If it's a three, I'll take the Steelers. I'll uh, take. I, I, I think the Steelers win this game. So. Yeah, I, I take the Steelers all day in this game. The Bengals aren't ready to start winning yet on the road. Uh, next game up are the Arizona Cardinals, who are undefeated taking on the winless Jacksonville Jaguars in Jacksonville. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, Jacksonville. I'm sorry, Jacksonville, but I don't care who comes to town. I think it's over for you, kid. But the Arizona Cardinals, and isn't that Kyler Murray? Yep, I hate him. Oh, I, know I hate do. him. You know, anybody from Oklahoma. Pretty hate. much, yep. Oh, okay. So, but I like them. I like. I, I have them as a four-point favorite. Uh, the line, Cardinals. the line here is seven and a half. The Cardinals. Yeah, they're laying wow. seven and a half on the road. Seven and a half. I take the home team on that one. Really? It's the Jaguars. Yeah, yeah. Yep. They're gonna. You know, Urban Meyer. I mean, as much as I hate him, he's a decent coach. He's gonna have some. I think he's gonna get a couple of wins this year. Okay, I, that you answered my next question. How? Does does Jacksonville win a game this season? I think they get two or three in. Okay, all right, that's fair. Uh, man, I don't want to take the Cardinals, but I, I, I to keep my record, uh, I, I've done my record so far this season, Joe, and not using yeah. the point spread. I'm thirty-one and one. I lost on the Whoa. first Cowboys game, so I'm having a good year picking. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'll I'll take the Cardinals in that one, even though Jacksonville has no shot. Uh, next one up is the Jets, the aforementioned terrible New York football Jets on the road against the Denver Broncos, who are undefeated. I have the Broncos, the nine-point favorite. They're at ten and a half here. So you wow. nailed that one. Yeah, you got that one good. Yeah, I like the Broncos. Why, why are the Broncos undefeated? Are they for real? Are the Broncos for real this year? No, everybody gets lucky once in a while. It's better to be lucky than good. Yeah, amen to that. So I, I think their luck continues this week against the J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Yeah. All right, now there's a game in Nevada on Sunday. The Miami Dolphins are taking on the Las Vegas Wrecker, uh, Raiders. Oh, man. What line um, do you have, Joe? 
Let me see where I'm at. I have the Raiders, a 13-point favorite. Jesus Christ. Jesus, here they're only a four-point favorite. Well, two is out now, too. Which, yeah. How can, I mean, if two is out, they can't have anything much better. No, I, I don't exactly. see that at all. I, I like yours. I think the Raiders easily win by two touchdowns in this game. Yeah. The big yeah, one is too. the over and under. It's 44 and a half. I don't think, I don't think Miami scores. In order to get that 44 and a half, I was just going to say, the other yeah. team has to help out a little bit. They ain't going to. I'll tell you okay. that right now. All right. In, in, in a big game on Sunday afternoon, Tom Brady is leading his band of Buccaneers all the way out to Los Angeles at Sophie Stadium to take on the L.A. Rams. Out here we call it SoFi, but that's fine. Okay. Now, now, Tom Brady, the guy throws five freaking touchdowns. He's 44. Now he's talking about playing until he's 50. He's doing Subway commercials. He doesn't even eat bread. He's still <laughs> on a Subway commercial. What the fuck? Is this guy, I've had it with this guy. I wanted him out. I don't want to see him anymore. Oh, what do you think the line is in this game, Joe? I put it as a pick. They have the Buccaneers as a one-and-a-half-point favorite. All right, basically this game. I'm voting for the Rams. I don't know. Uh, that's going to be a good game to watch, I'll tell you what. I think, I think this is the game we find out if Matt Stafford is for real or not. Yep. I think this is the telling game, and Rams fans are either really looking forward to this or they're dreading this game. I'm taking the bucket. I can't pick against the Buccaneers. I just, it's I, tough. They're fucking good. It's tough. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, and, and it's like last year, even when Brady got on the team, nobody gave him a chance to win the go. I mean, they didn't go to the playoffs they will win the Super Bowl. Yeah, and then they win the but, Super Bowl, and then they yeah, beat the Cowboys the week one. They win last week. They, they're a good team. Yeah, they are a good team. So, But, I, that, but I'm taking the Rams at home. Okay. The NFL is kind of screwy. It, it, it just. I uh, like going through that one. Uh, all right. How about the Seattle Sea Chickens taking on the 0-2 Minnesota Vikings? Nobody's yelling Skull anymore. Everybody's yelling yeah. Kodiak or Grizzly, but not fucking Skull. What line do you have in this game that the Seahawks are on the, the road? I put the Seahawks as a three-point favorite. They've got the line set at minus one and a half for the Seahawks. Okay. Um uh, I think I, I like the Vikings at home. I think they get the first win. Is Kirk Cousins still their quarterback? I and then what? That's a good question. I think he is because he hasn't gone anywhere. What has happened to the Minnesota Vikings? Two well, years ago, they were fucking world beaters, and now they're zero and two. And Brand Tarkenton's gone. <laughs> <laughs> no more. The purple- the purple people ears are yeah. gone. Yeah, I mean, that, I, I don't understand it. I, I I like the Vikings at home just because the Seahawks blew such a big lead last week. I think that's going to mess with their heads. Yeah. Remember when the Vikings, it was a frozen tundra just like Green Bay? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no more. They play, they, 
Well, shit, they haven't played in a frozen tundra in forever. They played at the Homer Dome forever. Yeah, they had that dome. If you were ever inside that thing, as soon as you walked out, the wind blew you over. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, It yeah. was crazy. Yeah, okay, yeah. But I like the Vikings at home. Okay, all right. All right, the Sunday night game, the Green Bay Packers. Speaking of frozen tundra of Lambeau Field, well, this will be the, the sunny tundra of, of the Bay Area, of Santa Clara. Because the Packers yeah. are on the road against the 2-0 49ers. I have the Niners as a touchdown favorite. They've got them as three-and-a-half point favorites in this game. I look for the Niners. I don't think – I think the Packers is – you know, I I, I I like Aaron Rodgers. I do. I just don't think his heart's in it this year. Yeah, see, I was going to ask you about that. Like, this whole thing with, with the Packers and him – I understand his frustration of not getting a longer contract. I get that, but you still got to be good, right? Yeah. Yeah, he just seems like he's just going through the motions. And Didn't he break up with Danica? Well, he's engaged to uh, Shaylee Woodley. The mother, yeah. Yeah, he's, yeah, oh, yeah. Breaking up with Danica was the best thing he ever did because that Yeah, this other chick's a lot hotter, too. Way hotter, way hotter, yeah. and she's yeah. actually good. Yeah, um, okay. But I, I tell you what, uh, Ogre says Bosa's going to sack Rogers so far, his faggy ponytail's coming off. Yeah, that I, ponytail's just used in the commercial side. I, I don't like the ponytail. <laughs> I, I don't like the I, I don't like this new look of, of Aaron Rodgers as he wants to be a, a, a grunge guitar player. I don't like it. I don't yeah. like it at all. Yeah, like, he probably does. He probably wears that he probably wears that stocking cap after the games now and <laughs> Yeah, that's come on, Aaron. Yeah, you know, you're better than that, kid. Come on, you do State Farm commercials for Christ's sake with your dog. Uh, I know. I like the Niners in this at home. I I don't I don't trust the Packers this year. The Packers are yeah, not a good either. team. I don't either. I like the Niners too. All right, and then Monday night's game, and the only reason we're going over Monday night's game is because my beloved Dallas Cowboys are a part of Monday night's game. First home game of the season against our most hated fucking rival. The Philadelphia Eagles. I have the Cowboys as a seven and a half point favorite. Cowboys are a four point favorite on here. I okay. love it. I love it. I think the Cowboys finally get it done. How healthy is Dak? Dak, look, man, Dak is healthy. Last week they didn't they didn't throw the ball as much. First week of the season he threw the ball fifty eight fucking times. So I mean, he's healthy. His arm is strong. They barely lost to Tampa Bay in the first game. They lost. It's still a loss. We win last week on the road at San Diego. First two games are on the road. Finally at home in the friendly confines of Jerry World. Finally wearing our beautiful white jerseys. Oh, yeah. And, well, let me ask you this, though. Whose wife would you rather do? Dak Prescott or Dak Shepard? Oh, oh, probably uh I man, Kristen Bell is looking old now. I just I saw I'm, her I saw her on that new game show that they have and she is yeah, aged poorly. I do it well, I still love her. Don't make fun of her. No, I'm not gonna make fun of her. She's just <laughs> aged poorly. So uh and, okay, yeah. and Dak's yeah. wife Dak's wife is pretty hot or his girlfriend. Yeah. I don't know if it's a wife or a girlfriend, I'm not sure. I just probably like, not both. I, I, I like the Cowboys in a big win, and we just kick the Eagles right in the nuts. Okay, well, I'm going to sit back and enjoy that then. Yeah, I will enjoy that game on Monday night. Joe, thank you, as always, for being a part of the show. I do appreciate I, it, my friend. 
It's always a blast. I love talking to you. All right, buddy. We will talk again next Thursday, buddy. All right, bud. All right, man. See you. Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy helping me out with the picks for this week. Now, we got a couple other uh, real quick uh, stories that have to do with some part of sports, including this next one. Oh, wait. Hold on. Did anybody get to see Conor McGregor at the Cubs game the other night? Well, Conor McGregor threw out the first pitch. And to say Conor McGregor can't throw is an understatement of understatements. Here we go. The windup as he's wearing one of his fancy suits. He's stretching. Here we go. Oh, my God. He almost hit somebody in the third row. He missed everything. By the way, those are blue-green pants that the Cowboys wear. Not silver metallic. It's blue-green. I put the video up for everybody to watch. I mean, Conor McGregor, dude, you throw worse than 50 cent. At least he got the ball up and it hit the brick wall at Wrigley, unlike what Fauci did. But my God, dude, could you wear a tighter? I, I mean, oh, they've, oh, they've got side by side with McGregor and 50 cent. Oh, man, those are both terrible. Why do they let people throw? Oh, wait, there's a, Connor McGregor throwing a football. I want to see this. This is uh, Connor this is dropping back. This is, uh, oh, my God. He doesn't even know how to throw a football. I mean, how do you let that guy beat you up? A guy who can't throw a baseball or a football and you let him beat you up in the, in, in, in the octagon? Shame. Shame on you. That's why he doesn't want to fight fucking Nick Diaz or Nate Diaz again. Whatever Diaz he fought. He don't want to fight him for a third time because that motherfucker will wear his ass out. Good God, Conor McGregor, you suck at throwing. Man, oh, man. And then, uh, now this has a little bit to do with sports. Just a very, very little bit to do with sports. All right. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry. Before I play that, let me play this. Everyone from Florida is stupid. Everyone from Florida is dumb. I might not be the brightest guy, but next to them my IQ's high. If they had guitars, here's how they'd strum. Make no mistake, Florida is the South's trash can. We have a problem in Florida right now, buddy. Yeah, her name is Taylor Anderson. She's 38 years old. She's a teacher. At, uh, what's this school? It's one of those, like, like really kick-ass uh, schools for athletic kids. Well, anyway, the 38-year-old decided that she was going to usher a young man into the gentleman's world and had a sexual relationship with him. She turned herself in Monday after evading deputies for several days, including a trip out of state. She's a teacher at the IMG Academy, a prep boarding school and sports training institution in Bradenton. The student whose name and age were not given due to the fact that he's underage, admitted to having sex with her, the school immediately notified authorities. Gotta say that, man oh man, from like the chin to the nose, right under the eyes, she looks like she could pass for, I don't know, 
mid-20s, but man, when you see the eyes and above that, that's rough trade there, partner. Oof. That's like 18 miles of bad road that she went down on. Uh, Scott says, rank of McGregor, 50 Cent, Fauci, and Obama. I don't remember the Obama one, but I- I'll put Obama at the top of that list. McGregor second, 50 Cent, and then Fauci's last. For Fauci is terrible. That was a, that was an abysmal throw that he had at the at the the Washington Nationals game. He only knows how to throw chairs <laughs> and, and what dollies like crate dollies. That's what Conor McGregor knows how to throw. Oh, that's funny. That's funny stuff right there. All right, let's see what else we got. Anything that's happening right now? Let's see. Uh, delete these two before we take a break. Let's see. Oh, I haven't talked about the uh, Gabby Petito thing. Uh, are we all losing interest in Gabby Petito? It, it, I'm, I'm sorry to say, are we losing interest because this is just drawing out now? They had dive teams looking in this reserves like water area. Can't we just arrest his parents and hope he turns himself in? Because his parents let him get away. You say potato, I say potato. Let's call the whole thing off. Uh, let's see. Anything else? CEO makes millions of workers examine their privilege. Shut up. Please say yes, everybody is losing interest, and we could not we could not talk about it. Yeah, I, 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 I'm done. I'm done until they either find him and then put him on trial, or I'm done until something happens, because this is just getting to be a farce. How, how many millions of dollars are we wasting looking for this guy? Let's see. Uh, Hillary's indictment of Clinton lawyer. Uh, whoever's indicting him is going to end up dying, or that lawyer is probably going to end up dying. There you go. Anything else? What, what, is, what does CNN have? I usually don't look at CNN because, well, it's CNN. Oh, we got, we got, oh, she pretends to admit with more urgency. He believes that if his son were white, uh, black kid's missing. And, of course, CNN's going to cover that, saying nobody's covering it because he's black. Nobody's covering it because he wasn't beat up in a video either. I don't know about you guys. I'm really tired of this, what the media is liking to do to us, and it's trying to segregate us. They're segregating us, and they're saying segregation is a good thing. Now, by me saying that, I know that I'm a part of the problem, and I'm okay with being a part of this problem. I don't understand what Dr. Martin Luther King, what Malcolm X, what all these people fought for in the 60s what people marched for, what people gave their lives for in the 60s. I don't understand it anymore. When we're allowed to have separate living facilities at college campuses now because black students want to live with black students. I don't understand what we're fight what 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 the fight was about. I can't wait until the water fountains start changing again. And the bathrooms are the same way. 
Because it seems like to me, and this is just me going on my soapbox to preach right now, it seems like to me people are wanting segregation again. And uh, I'm confused. I'm confused at all the hard work that was done in that decade of the 60s. I'm very confused. Can y'all help me with it? Why is this a thing? It, it's so maddening. That, that's all I can say is that it is maddening. Uh, all right, phone number 775-357-FANS, arnieradio1 at gmail.com. You can always hit me up on Mixler. Happy uh, Friday Eve, everybody.
forced upon uh, segregation. This is chosen segregation. And uh, Fred says, we gave them segregation. Segregation, They didn't like it, so we took it away. Now they want segregation. Make up your mind. Christian says, I think the problem is that higher learning institutions are preaching and normalizing reverse racism. I know that's your word. Let me just say real quick, there's no such thing as reverse racism because racism is racism. But I understand what you're saying. I understand why you call it that. Uh, continuing, um, when they should be teaching against all forms of racism, they're undoing all the progress America has made. It's disgusting. I agree completely. AGB3 says Democrats were the party that held on to segregation and didn't want it to go away. Now they're using racism to get people of color to segregate themselves, and they're too stupid to see it. But it's all Republicans that are racist. Yeah, right. Look. There are Republicans out there that are racist. But you do have facts going your way. The Ku Klux Klan was started by a Democratic Party. Jim Crow laws were upheld by the Democrats. It's it's amazing to see how things are happening now in this country. Uh, Democrat, let's see. Uh, the problem in schools is that they refuse to teach history. We wonder why these youngsters are out here begging for segregation and socialism. You know, if they're begging for it so much, we should give it to them. We should give them segregation and socialism on their campuses. If they get an A or a B on a test, guess what? That gets brought down automatically to a C or a D. Well, so everybody can pass because that is what socialism is. I bet you they changed their tune. Just saying. EGB uh, says uh, schools are definitely a huge problem. I agree. Douglas says y'all are speaking the truth. Yeah. Douglas says, do you see this? Uh, let me click on this and see if I can go to it here. What does it say? ACLU edits Ruth Bader Ginsburg quote to erase the word women and all female pronouns. Oh, man, decision whether or not to bear a child is central to a person's life, to their well-being and dignity. When the government controls that decision for people, they are being treated as less than a fully adult human responsible for their own choices. Wow, the ACLU has tried to make, they haven't tried, they did. They've taken out the word woman in this Ruth Bader Ginsburg quote. They're attacking their own. This is what I truly love. And it doesn't matter if it's on the left or the right. When they start eating their own, 
Dave Chappelle said it, and I just I I I I echo it as much as I possibly can. And that is, there is no such thing as woke enough. They're correcting Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Thank you, Douglas, for sending me this. That's ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. By the way, I mentioned this in my stand-up show. When you you take away all pronouns, you fuck everything up. If you're a lady and your pronouns are they and them, did you hear what they did? Hey, hey, uh, they's a bitch. You're fucking up the lexicon of the way we talk. I can't say she's a bitch anymore because her pronoun is they and them. Them's a bitch. Stop it. Stop with all this stupid... Look, we have real shit to worry about in this country. We have to worry about being attacked by other countries. We have to worry about fucking... But how about, how about we focus on homeless veterans? How about we shift some of that to them? Instead of this ever-so-popular war on pronouns. I am so tired of the war on pronouns. Uh, these are my pronouns. Shut the fuck up. I was recently asked that. I was filling something out online. What, are you, what pronouns do you go by? I just left it fucking blank. What do you think I go by? I'm so tired of this bullshit that we cave everywhere we can. Shut up. I want a divorce in the U.S. Unfortunately, I would have to leave California uh, if I want to live with adults. I like when they eat their own usually, but editing this quote is going too far. Yeah, oh, God, yes. My pronouns are fuck and you. Bravo, Ken Dog. yes. When France bans new pronouns, you know it's gone too far. Fucking France is looking like a bunch of badasses lately. They go and hunt down some fucking leader of the Taliban or ISIS in the Sahara Desert. They go out there and whoop somebody's ass, and now they're doing this? When did Stone Cold Steve Austin take over the leadership of France? They announce him, he comes out. All of a sudden, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, uh, please welcome the leader of France. That my pronouns are D and M. <laughs> yeah, and by the way, you notice, you notice that all those people that say these are my pronouns, we really could give two shits about what their pronouns are because we ain't gonna fucking date them. They're too goddamn fucked up looking. Jesus Christ. I mean, look, look at you. You, you got short hair. You're a fat gal. You got horn rim glasses on, 14 fucking deals in your nose. You got a shirt that says, I heart pussy on. Let me try to guess what you are. Let me just try to guess. You're a lesbian. 
No shit. Wow. Congratulations. You know what's sad? I'll tell you what's sad. I didn't cover this yesterday. And we're going to get into the entertainment shit and all this kind of stuff here. One of the actors from the Sex and the City show died yesterday. He'd been battling, I, I, I think it was pancreatic cancer, quietly, kind of like what Norm McDonald. Norm McDonald died of some kind of cancer. I'm not sure exactly what it was, but he kept it to himself. And this guy who played a gay guy on the show, on the Sex and the City show, he had to be quiet about his sexuality because he was actually straight. He adopted a son. He was a straight man that had a son who he adopted. He had to keep that hidden, though, because he didn't want it to come out that he played a, a gay character on television. Now, back in my day, I know I'm 50 now, and I can say that now. Back in my day, they gave parts to the people that, that, that acted the best. Now, you, you'd have to have, if you were playing somebody like Martin Luther King, you would probably get a black man to play that. And maybe there weren't gay actor, enough gay actors to fill this spot or at least didn't have the chemistry with that horse of a woman, Sarah Jessica Parker, like this guy did. He had to be quiet about that. That's, you, you know... That's really fucking pathetic. And by the way, it was pathetic 30 years ago that gay people had to keep their mouths shut, too. I'm sorry that they had to go through so much. But when you, when you ask people to accept your changes and accept all these things that you're throwing at them that they find to be strange, it takes a while for people to warm up to it. I, I apologize for that. But when things are new and different to us here in this country... We deal with it the way we deal with it. I'm still waiting for RoboCop Reboot starring a quadruple amputee. Spoiler. Arnie, they had TVs back then? Barely. Barely. You had rabbit ears. No, I'm not talking about Sarah Jessica Parker. I'm talking about some guy that was on the show that was like her gay best friend. He played a gay guy on TV, yet he wasn't gay. Even though... Will and Grace was on the year for, for on the air for years and then was brought back. And it started a guy who wasn't gay playing a gay man on the show. Hmm. Funny how that works. Funny the, the good old days when the remote control was ogre, go change the channel. Rock Hudson would have never been a leading man if he'd come out. No, he wouldn't have. He wouldn't have. You're right about that, because that was in the 50s and 60s. And, of course, they aren't going to put up with that then. My grandmother, you know, I, I, talk, I, I talk glowingly about Edna on this show. My grandmother was the world's biggest, and I will say this, but mainly because my dad played the piano. She loved musicians that played the piano. She hated Jerry Lee Lewis because he married his cousin. He, she hated him for that. But there was another piano player that my grandmother went out of her way to watch every time he was on television. 
and that was Liberace. Now, I don't know how people back then couldn't tell Liberace was queerer than a fucking football bat. I, I, I don't know. But they accepted him. They accepted the fact that he was always engaged to what, Peggy Fleming, the, the figure skater, even though they hardly ever even met. But Liberace had to keep that shit hidden, too. Liberace was actually one of their very first teen idols. And that dude loved cock. The most flamboyant man on Modern Family is straight. Yeah, the other guy, the, the little redhead guy is, it was, was gay, is gay on that show. But his partner on the show, the big guy, Cam, he's a straight guy. I'm honestly surprised that that show is still even on in reruns because they have a straight man playing a gay man. That's how dumb we are now. This is how dumb we are as a society, is that show might get remade. They might fucking take Big Cam out of there and put another big gay guy in there. I don't know. I mean, our society is so fucked on every level, on every single level. We, 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 have, we have given power to the wrong people, my friends, and that's where this song comes in perfectly. Hear ye, hear ye. The former Duke of Sussex and some Yank wish to now tell you how to think. Harry drove a tank. Now he's just a wank. It's the Markles. Megan is ashamed, for nothing she is famed. Here come the Markles. Her magic's really strong, he's given up the bong. It's the Markles. The Queen's pride is hurting. When she's not too busy squirting, her ginger will never last. With a shitty half-assed podcast, the fame's gone to her head. Philip's glad he's dead. It's the Markles. Oprah takes their calls now that Harry's lost his balls. Here come the Markles. How does she cast the spell? Her legs lead straight to hell. It's the Markles. Here come the Markles. Oi, call blimey. I'll still say they're a couple of wankers. Great job, Ogre. I mean, I haven't cut it up yet just because I enjoy playing the whole thing. Douglas loves the song. B. Coop says, isn't the point of acting to portray someone different from the actor? Well, I would say... Correct the mundo! There's an old racist joke out there. Shocking that I know it. It has to do with the Jetsons. And you, you think about it. And, 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 I, and I just played Sam Jackson. Remember, Sam Jackson was in the Star Wars franchise. He was a Jedi. The, the joke goes, have you ever noticed there are no black people on the Jetsons? Somebody will go, well, yeah, that's true. Yeah, Doesn't the future look great? That's the joke. Not a good joke at all. But, hey, you know, I knew it. I know there's a lot of people out there that know it. Uh, all right. 
fucking absolutely insane. The Markles, I don't know about you, but I think, I really do think that Harry and Meghan are turning in to Cousin Eddie from vacation. We need an ass shirt that has a button that you press to play that song. (laughs) I'll look into that. Because Prince Harry and Meghan have pretty much invited themselves to the United Kingdom for Christmas in hopes to pave the way to healing the family rift. (laughs) Oh, they want some of that royal money back. Mm-mm-mm. They realize that this Spotify deal and their deal with fucking Netflix ain't going to pan out because they ain't creative enough. So those two companies are going to come and go, hey, we need that money back that we gave you because, well, you people suck. So now Harry and Meghan are considering taking their kids to the U.K. for Christmas. Mm. <laughs> if I was the queen, I'd respond with a link to Motel 6. That'd be that'd be like me. If I'm on the phone, if I'm on the horn, if I'm Prince Charles, oh, blimey, hello. Oh, hello, father. We're thinking of bringing our children. Oh, that would be splendid. Where will you be staying? That'd be the first question I'd have. Where y'all fucking going to stay? Well, we were hoping, don't say the palace, because remember, the palace has a bunch of racist people working here, according to y'all, because we didn't have, like, a mass firing, so you're willing to come back and stay at a palace, and you're going to put up with racism then. Jesus. I, I, these two, These two just make me laugh. Is Adele going to damn it to hell? God damn it, Stackar. Hello. Yes, hello. It's me. We know. We know. I was wondering if after all these years you'd like to meet. No, I, I don't want to meet you. I, I, I don't. Maybe that's what, maybe Harry just played that. <laughs> hello, father. Let me play this for you. He's like fucking click. How awesome would that be to be, man, if I could get the fucking palace's phone number somehow. Oh, man, that'd be awesome. That would be awesome. Oh, blimey, is your fridge running? Well, ye better catch it. The last time the couple was in the U.K. for Christmas was 2018, uh, a few months after their wedding. I, I got to say, I got to say, and, and you know Megan's behind this because we, we know that Prince Harry has zero balls. No balls. No balls whatsoever. She's like, you know what I want to do? I want to stay at the palace this year for Christmas. Yeah, and you know uh, every husband out there, every every guy who's got a girlfriend that has burned the bridges somewhere 
when that gal says, oh, this is who I want to hang out with, that guy will, oh, uh, he's just sitting there. And because he has zero balls, he's not going to say anything back to her. Oh, blimey, I think that is a rotten idea. Why don't we go hang out with Tom Cruise and Tyler Perry? I'd much rather hang out with them. They'd probably give better gifts. Except Tom Cruise, he just fucking, he keeps offering gifts and then takes them back and pushes them back for six years. Son of a bitch. That fucker's so pussy whipped, he probably doesn't even call french fries chips anymore. Probably not. He probably likes American football now. Seeing these two interact with each other, and they were on Time Mag. This was another story that came out when I was gone. They were named as two of Time Magazine's most influential people of the year. Who in the blue agave fuck did they inspire this year? I want to know who Meghan and Harry inspired. And with what? I I would like to know what they did. Did they come up with, with, with like a new recipe for a chocolate chip cookie or something that I didn't know about? Because in in my Rolodex of things they've done this year, uh, I believe two things come up. Those two things are... Jack Squad! That's it. Maybe they can make Da Vinci Code-style book about the magic symbols inside Megan's vag walls to protect the apocalypse. I thought they were not part of the family anymore. How are they going to just drop in? It's fucking Buckingham Palace. They turned in their passes. They should not be able to just drop by for Exactly. She's sitting there. She's like, you know, uh, because you know she has a fake British accent. You know she's full on Madonna, that shit. Oh, Harry. Oh, Harry. Uh, blimey. I would really, really enjoy to have tea and uh, crumpets at the, the, the palace this year on December 25th. A real man, this is what a real man would do. There's Harry, and then there's real men. A real man would look at her and go, are you out of your fucking mind? Are you fucking high right now? Did Tyler Perry give you some weed? I mentioned Tyler Perry a lot because he's like their neighbor. And they bought one of his old houses. Are, 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 you, are, you, are you fucking kidding me? Wait a second. I renounce my throne. <laughs> this is the way I'd be. I'd be like, whoa, 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 whoa. Honey, I want to go spend Christmas with, with your family at the palace. I renounce the throne. One that I wasn't going to get anyway, unless we had a mass killing of my brother's family. I gave up the lap of luxury in living in the palace and not having to do a goddamn thing. What has Prince Andrew, aside from molesting young girls, what has Prince Andrew ever done? Anybody? Anybody. 
He married an ugly redhead in Fergie. Then they got divorced because he was too into young chicks and hanging out with Epstein Island. But but he don't pay for shit. Motherfucker's got nice clothes, got wheels, got security. Why would you trade that in? Oh, if I could go back in time, I love my father more than anything, but I tell you this right now. If I would have been one of the swimmers, I would have fucking choked Harry's fucking sperm out. If I'd have been one of those other swimmers in that cataclysmic shot, I'd be like, uh-uh, I'm taking advantage of this shit. Mm-mm. Royal bathers, everything. Real man got taken up by Big Brother Willie, who actually says, fuck yeah, I want to be king and open bridges and shit. All in the comfort of my $1,000 shoes with servants and shit. If I got to go do what Grandma says, fuck it, I'll be king. Because you get to be called king. You goddamn right. Duke is not king, but it's still a title. You still get a cool title. Scott says Harry needs to tell her, well, me and the kids are going to go to the palace. I don't know what you're going to do. Why don't you go hang out with your fucking broke ass, your broke dick fucking father? Why don't you re why why don't you rekindle things with him first before I take on my family with you? <laughs> you salty broad. Oh, I'm sorry. They chaired a campaign to get people vaccinated. That's what they've done this year. Well, that that gets them the Time Magazine cover for sure. Oh, and he unveiled a statue with his brother for their mum. I I truly hate these people. I, I, I really do. I would rather see Julianne Moore naked than to ever have to fucking think about the Markles again. And seeing Julianne Moore naked, is that that is... Uh, <laughs> boy, the soft ons last for days with that one. I ain't going to write a song called It's the Windsors because they kicked the shit out of me. You hear that, Harry boy? You ain't shit no more. Welcome to America. We can lampoon your ass. Amen to that. How bad do you want to see Harry get beat up by somebody? Oh, I'd love to see that. I'd love to see them out, like, you know, on Sunset Strip, enjoying a lovely evening. There's security guards out taking a dump, and she's like, oh, we don't need security. This, I've been here. And somebody just beats the ever-loving piss out of him. Don't kill him. I just want to see him assaulted. I'd love that. You know what? No, let me take this back. You know what I want to see? This is what I want to see. This is what I want to see. I want to see them go to Great Britain. And I want to see Prince Willie. Because that's, that's what we're going to call him now. King Willie. Right? King Willie. I want to see King Willie beat his ass. Treat him like the little redheaded brother that he is. Oh, stomp a mud hole in him and walk that shit dry. I mean, as soon 
as soon as he shows up. I will stomp a mud hole in your ass and walk it dry. I will knock your ass out. <laughs> I want to see that. Mm. Julianne Moore wasn't bad in her prime. When was her prime? High school? She got naked in that damn Boogie Nights movie about ruining the movie. Thank God Burt Reynolds was in it. Burt Reynolds can save any movie. Hell, we still play. I mean, think about how iconic Burt Reynolds is. Because you think about this. That movie's iconic because Burt Reynolds is in it. A guy, a fat guy named Ned Beatty gets ass raped by a couple hillbillies in that movie. Yet it's still a hit. Why? John Voight? No. All because of one man and one man only. I don't have his laugh in here anymore, do I? Do I have it? Bingo. That ain't it. Sitting here. Up. <laughs> that right there, Bo Bandit Darvel. That's why. I want to see the Markles knock on the front door to the palace. Willie shows up in a robe and slippers, cup of coffee in his hand, getting a newspaper and tells him to get off the sod and go stay at the Red Roof Inn. <laughs> Star Wars is a way better movie because Burt Reynolds was in it. <laughs> oh, the greatest lie my father ever told. V. Coop says the same thing. Greatest thing ever dad did. Oh, I can see them showing up at a BLM rally in L.A. Megan tries to steal the focus, gets in front of the camera, and crowds beat the shit out of Harry. Oh, yeah, Harry would not fit in in a BLM crowd. Oh, man, celebrities we'd like to see assaulted. I, I think Harry is up there. I'm trying to think of any other celebrities I'd like to see assaulted more than him. I, I know there's going to be a bunch. I mean, Rosie O'Donnell, everybody on The View, they're on there. Best imperson Norm, impersonation Norm MacDonald did, too. Chewing gum, asking what kind of car Han Solo drives. Uh, yeah, uh, that's not my name. Turd Ferguson. That was fucking, <laughs> when he did Burt Reynolds as Turd Ferguson. Oh, that, that, that's just legendary shit right there. Oh, man. Norm MacDonald. Everybody, yeah, I like, I like Norm MacDonald. But they, I think, uh, they don't give him enough credit for this right here. Let's see if I can get it to play. Oh, man. From the Sony Picture Studios, this is Celebrity Jeopardy. As you know, all of our celebrities are playing for charity. And Burt Reynolds, yours is the Palm Beach Golf and Tennis Resort. And finally, back again, Burt Reynolds in a commanding lead with $14. Hey, hey uh, check out the podium. Look at this. Mr. Reynolds has apparently changed his name to Turd Ferguson. 
That's right. Jared Ferguson. It's a funny name. Great. What in the... Burt Reynolds, what are you doing here? Yeah, it's, uh, it's not my name. Oh. All right. Turd Ferguson. <laughs> uh, sorry I'm late. I uh, had to pick up my podium from the, from the grass. Well, you're not late. You weren't invited. The answer is John Travolta learned how to dance for this 1977 hit movie. Mr. Connery. That would be Jaws. No. Jaws is incorrect. And please answer in the form of a question. Burt Reynolds. What is Jaws? <laughs> oh, you gotta love that. You gotta love it. Oh, man. Sure he would. He'd go to a BLM rally with a bunch of woke white girls, and all the white girls would kick his ass. Oh, man. All right, enough about the Markles. So we'll, we'll keep an eye on this story to see if they actually do gird it up enough if they gird up enough strength to actually fucking have the balls to go to Buckingham Palace, that would be fantastic. I would lose a lot more respect for the Queen. I'll tell you that right now. Uh, everybody remember this gal, Cassandra Peterson? Does that name mean anything to anybody? Cassandra Peterson. Does anybody know that name? Here, I'll even give you the... The Jeopardy music. Cassandra Peterson. Ogre nails it. Shocking. Yes. Elvira. Queen of the dark. Elvira, I'm sorry, mistress of the dark. It said she's becoming truthful about aspects of her love life that she's never revealed before. She released a new book on Tuesday because her birthday is also on September 17th. That she is and has been for the last 19 years a lesbian. By the way, I don't care. It, it, that doesn't affect me. That that Elvira, mistress of the dark, is a lesbian. So what? I, I it's going to be a great way to sell books, but in this day and age, do we even care anymore? Like, was she afraid she wasn't going to get those C-list movies to promote? On a Saturday night channel? She reflects on the development in the book, calling uh, her lover's presence a huge relief as the actress was in the midst of raising her daughter Sadie alone following a divorce from her husband. Look, man, I, I, I just want people to be happy. Uh, that, that's all. I mean, honestly, she's kind of a, I don't know. I, I never, 
I never got the whole Elvira thing. Like I, I, I never, I never got it. Maybe it's because I'm not into horror movies. She got big hands, sure. Okay, that's great. Yeah, she, I, I believe her birthday is September 17th. If it's not, it's the 18th. I, I'm pretty sure it's the 17th, though. I, look, I just want people to be happy in their lives. If that means that they're going to dip their toes in the lady pond, then, hey, go swimming in the lady pond. Enjoy it. If you're a dude and you like cock, so be it. I don't care. This isn't, uh, by the way, I didn't think it was a big deal when Ellen came out. And by the way, shocker, when Ellen came out, we all kind of knew that haircut was kind of a giveaway. I mean, are you going to start driving a Subaru next? Who cares? Yeah, I mean, it, it, Hangtown Jen, you're right. This was a big story yesterday. It was on the top of all the websites and everything, and I was sitting there going, well, I'll report it, but does anybody care that a 70-year-old gal is a lesbian? I started when she was 51. Hey, man, as long as you're happy, I don't care. You're happy and you don't hurt me? Fuck. Whatever. But once again, I, I, here's the thing, man. I never got it. I never got it. They got, she had big boobs. Everybody likes big boobs, but I never found her to be all that. Like, I, I ain't kicking Farrah Fawcett out of bed for Elvira. Tell you that right now. He <laughs> says, I love my Subaru, and I'm not a lesbian. You sure? You sure about that? I'm just saying. Do you wear Birkenstocks? Look, we got to go through the whole lesbian checklist. Did you ever play field hockey in high school? No? All right. Do you wear Birkenstocks? That that one's a tough one right there. Do you enjoy going to fish markets? If you enjoy going to fish markets and you drive a Subaru and you wear Birkenstocks, you are definitely a lesbian. I love getting people with that. My, my, one of my all-time favorites was uh, producer Christy. I'll never forget. Cr- producer Christy joined the show. She'd, she'd come from, uh, from Cleveland. She was originally from, oh, I can't remember, Michigan. But she worked in radio in Cleveland and came out to Sacramento, and she joined our show. And I remember seeing her, and she was in roller derby and had the short hair, and she was kind of butchy. And I never asked her. I always just made fun of her on the air for being a lumberjack. And I'll never forget when she, when she came onto the show and she announced she just bought a new car and said she bought a Subaru, I fell out of my chair laughing. I was laughing so hard. And everybody knew what I was laughing at about that. And she got so mad. She was mad at me for that, and I laughed, and I, I still laugh about it to this day. Oh, my God. She is a happy – she's like, look, and I don't care if she's a lesbian, whatever. I was just trying to point it out on the show. And uh, she's happily married to the same guy, great guy. Her husband's an awesome guy. 
Oh, but the day she got the Subaru, I, I almost wet my pants in the studio. Did you ever go to the Lilith Festival? <laughs> my Subaru hit a deer in Forest Hill when we lived in California at 60 miles an hour. All the airbags deployed, not one scratch on me. Look, hey, I ain't talking shit about Subaru cars. Subarus are fantastic cars. But you have to know that the Subaru car is the official car of lesbians. They, they, look, look, look. Hot girls all drive CRXs and, and vote. You can't have a, like a guy can't drive a Volkswagen Rabbit. Remember the old Volkswagen Rabbits? Guys can't drive those. No, no, no. That's not a dude car. It's like Subarus. Subarus are for lesbians. Oh, come on, Arnie. She did roller derby and drove a Subaru. How can one not suspect her of jacking lumber? Oh, she hated when I called her the lumberjack. Oh, she hated that so much. But it was so good for the show, and it was so funny. And nobody said anything to me. And I was me, too. So there you go. Uh, speaking of gals that, that you don't hear about much anymore, and I'm okay with it, fucking A. Nicole Richie turned 40 on Tuesday. Nicole Richie is fucking beat up from the feet up, man. She is rough trade. She's already, I know she's 40, but she got old lady neck. You know how some old ladies get like that, that weird turkey gobble under their arms? She's got this weird, really skinny, like in veiny neck. That ain't what the story is. The story is that she was at her birthday party. She's blown out the candles on her cake. By the way, I didn't even get a cake for my birthday. I just want to point that out. I did not get a cake. She was blowing out the candles on her cake, and they caught her hair on fire. (laughs) So do I need to overdo it with a shirt or a bumper sticker saying, I love penis? No, arise, no. Just know that everybody that, look, once they see you, they'll go, okay, she's probably not a lesbian. Drives a lesbian car, but she's not a lesbian. I mean, I, look, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry that the lumberjack back in the day fit all the stereotypes. But, yeah, Nicole Richie's hair catching on fire reminded me of a story about, well, I don't want to mention anyone's names, uh, but a very, very close friend of mine will leave their name out. Never forget the, the first day – it was, it was my second or third season at, at, at the water park. And we used to always have uh, our orientation at the Performing Arts Center in downtown Garland because it was a big enough room and it was cheap. So that's why the water park did it. And we'd have to watch a video on the water park and everything. It was kind of like it was like our first reunion with our, our friends from the years before. And the night before, there was a party, but I couldn't go. I was doing something with my parents, and I couldn't go to this party. And my dear friend wanted me to go to said party, and I could not go to the party. Well, the next day, my friend walked up to me and said, Holy shit! Dude, I set so-and-so's hair on fire last night. 
and was so proud of it. Was so proud of that. And I went up to the so-and-so. I go, hey, did uh, you know who uh, light your hair on fire last night? I hate him. He's a piece of shit. I hate his guts. I was like, yeah, he did it. And then I got to see it in person once at, at, at another party. We're sitting there, and then all of a sudden I hear, holy shit, I'm going to go light that girl Stephanie's hair on fire. I was like, okay. And, I, I mean, I was hammered at this time, right? I mean, I'm all kind of drunk. And, of course, my unnamed friend walked over there with a lighter, lit her hairspray on fire. It went out real quick. You didn't, they weren't, like, losing inches of hair or anything. But she was not happy, as most people are not happy when you light their hair on fire. So uh, me and my unnamed friend were sitting around, and we were playing either quarters or bullshit or up and down the river, one of those drinking games that all us underage kids enjoyed playing so much. And I see her stand right behind my unnamed friend, and she has a pair of scissors in her hand. I'm not kidding. These are like horror movie scissors. These are them great big ones that your grandma always had to, like, cut carpeting. She picks these scissors up, and she starts cutting his hair. And she gets down to the fucking scalp. I mean, I thought she was going to cut his skin. And all of a sudden, he jumps up and goes, Holy shit, she cut my hair! Holy shit, she's cut my hair! And I sat there and watched the whole thing. He goes, man, you didn't say nothing? I go, I, I didn't know it was happening. I knew it was happening because I was watching it. But, yes, that day, when, when Nicole Richie's hair caught on fire, oh, so many good memories came back to me. I figured I'd share those memories with you. I wish I could tell you the name of my unnamed friend. Holy shit! But, alas, I, I will be silent about it. Oh, boy, do we have some doozies of stories now. I saved these. And you know what? You guys are going to be so happy that I saved these. First story, we will start in uh, in Oklahoma. Oh, this is a story about Bob Lee Allen and his husband, Thomas Evans Gate III. Bob's 54, his husband's 42. You see, last year, a 28-year-old man flew from Virginia to Oklahoma to get castrated. So I, I guess they weren't going the traditional, you know, sexual orientation, turning that over. Uh, they went to their trailer. The victim told investigators that Allen boasted he had 15 years of experience performing gender reassignment surgeries, had six clients lined up for the procedure, and kept body parts in his freezer. Now, this is where I need to stop. Um, 
uh, once again, I, I like to, to post messages on this show because I think it's important. And I think these are things that you all need to know and understand are real. If you're flying from Virginia to Oklahoma to have sexual reassignment surgery and your first stop is not a hospital, but it's a trailer, please stop it. Get some help. Please don't do that. Because you see, that's a bad sign. You you need this to be a clean area of operation because you're getting your cock and balls locked off. And that's something you probably wouldn't want done in a trailer. Uh, Well, he was going for the gender reassignment, but they ended up castrating him. Hold on, you're getting ahead of me. Um, The couple then drove the victim to their secluded cabin, trailer, in southeast Oklahoma woods where Allen performed the two-hour surgery using only local anesthetic. I think it's going to hurt a lot worse than that. Following the procedure, Allen reportedly said that he was going to consume the parts. That means eat. That just makes me think of this. Well, here's the news flash. You look at this guy. You know what else he was doing online? Hmm. He was purchasing sold underwear. That's disgusting. Did you hear me? Did you hear what I said? There's a market out there. You can go online, and if you're a deviant and you're into sold underwear, and you know what all kinds of things get in sold underwear, right? Do do. Sometimes you think you're passing gas, and you're not. No, no, no. You can't. You can't trust a fart when you're over sixty. Or fifty. But this guy will buy it. He was buying these things, and ingesting them. Did you hear me? He was munching on them. Munching like this, this guy. This guy's got a problem. Amen. I don't know if he realizes it or yeah. not, but the rest of the world does. We, we sure do know. A day following the castration, Allen took the victim to the hospital because he was bleeding. There's a shocker. Threatening to dump him in the woods should he pass out on the way. Hospital personnel alerted police who found what appeared to be testicles when they searched the cabin. The couple was arrested shortly after when they tried to visit the victim in the hospital. Well, that's nice. Hey, how you doing? Who brought these flowers for you? They were initially charged with performing unlicensed surgery, conspiracy to commit unlicensed surgery, maiming and assault, and battery with a dangerous weapon. Gates testified that his husband and, in exchange, prosecutors dismissed three felony counts against him. He pled guilty for possessing psychedelic mushrooms, possessing drug paraphernalia, and keeping the victim's castrated parts in a freezer. Wow. There you go. I like my anesthesia domestic. Why would Oklahoma even be the place to go for that? I, I, you know, I don't know. I don't know why. First of all, why are you not calling an actual doctor? 
I want to know. I, I want to know what web search you did. Let's see. I want to get a cat. I want my balls cut off. Let Google, how can I get my balls cut off? What, did this guy's ad come up? Come on all the way down to Oklahoma. We'll chop your balls off and eat them too. Salute. What does he tell the guy? This is going to sting a little. This is going to hurt like a motherfucker cutting my fucking nuts off. Oh, dear God. By the way, that's just the first story I have. I've got two more. Two more doozies. By the way, tonight, Christopher, are you still around? Christopher, tonight, two hours. Two hours tonight. Chicago PD was awesome last night. I got to watch Chicago Fire today. AEW Dynamite was eh, a little less than Dynamite. It was okay. Getting better. <laughs> Wrap bread around those members. You got pigs in a blanket in that freezer. Oh, man. All right. Next story here is this is the job that nobody wants. This story was reported yesterday that more microplastics are found in babies' feces than adults. Wait, hold on. I got to get the right sound effect music here. A new study has found that infants have more microplastics in their feces than adults do. Um, who is the low man at the totem pole there that has to do the research? I, 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 I mean, think about it. You got to root around in, in doo-doo of babies and people. Well, there's a microplasty. These are under five millimeters in size. They're a threat to the environment because they do not easily biograde. Recent research has found them in dust, food, fruit, bottled water, and as a result, animal and, of course, human feces. Probably Dr. Jared from the Subway Institute. Yes, that is shitty research. It is also a very shitty job. A job I didn't even know existed. One... <laughs> Who digs through feces? What kind of title does that come with? I'm I'm in I'm the inspector of shit. I'm shit inspector Johnson. Can you imagine you get out of college, you you sign up for a research job. All right, we're gonna pay you sixty thousand dollars a year. Fucking hey, fantastic! I can start paying off my student loan. But you have to dig through baby poop and regular human poop as well. Uh, I I just got to say, no, uh uh-uh, no, I quit. I'm done. No, I I wouldn't even last one minute on the job. You walk me into my quote-unquote lab, you you better, you better cut my fucking nose off. That's what you better do. Because I, I can't deal with that. No, uh-uh. I'd rather smell vomit, smell, uh, smell hair on fire. I would, I would rather walk by 
the JCPenney hair salon 14 times a day. Then walk into this lab once. No thanks. Mm-mm. And y'all all know what I mean about that JCPenney hair salon. Every man in the world knows what that smell is, and they hate when they choose that entrance. Maybe you're trying to park closer to the mall, and you park at JCPenney or Sears, and they got that fucking hair salon where they're burning off hair left and right, and that sin smell comes right on out. Oh, God. Can you imagine? Can you imagine if they had one of them bad salons inside Walmart? That shit would smell like hair and caramel corn. No thanks. If a burglar is one who burgles, does that make a poop inspector a turd burglar? No, because they would be burgling turds then. They would be stealing it. But that's a great question. Oh, would you rather go into that lab or enter Julianne Moore's gyno office? I'm going into the gyno office. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah, I, I'm afraid I got to. I I just, look, the, the smell like baby poop makes me sick. I mean, it, kids shit up a storm. Another reason why I'm glad I never have kids, because I would vomit on my own child. No thanks. I don't want nothing to do with any of that. Poop is poop. Poop is gross. People have, look, I, I usually try not to judge people, but let me just, let me get on my high horse and judge people. If by chance you have some kind of weird poop fetish, I think you're a fucking weirdo. And you belong in in a home for the criminally insane. I'm just telling you the way I believe it is. I'd expect the poop emoji on their business cards. I would want a whole, my business card is nothing but brown. There you go. What has brown done for me today? It's made me fucking hate my will to live. Oh, now, if that wasn't a weird enough story for you, well, let me get to the last story of the day. A 33-year-old man from the great state of Texas They've withheld his name for obvious reasons. Did not seek medical help for up to two years. And only went for a checkup after suffering testicle pain for five days. After the doctors checked him out, they discovered he had an abnormal connection between his prostate and rectum. Rectum, this damn near killed him. His unusual ailment was published in the journal uh, Caracas by physicians who treated him at the University of Texas Medical Branch, which I would have quit if this guy came in. They said the man's condition, a rectal prostate fistula, Boy, that just does not sound fun. Is very unusual and tends to be the result of surgery or inflammatory conditions such as Crohn's disease. Five cases per million uh, people are diagnosed each year. 
What are the ailments? Hold on a second here. Uh, I know somebody who works in the nut house. One of the patients actually walks around with a Dixie cup full of his own poop in his shirt pocket. He dips his fingers and smells it periodically. I guess he gets high off it. They let him do it to keep him from causing problems in the facilities. How about they just sedate him? Just let him sleep all day because that motherfucker is what we call crazy. What are the symptoms? I'm glad you've asked me what the symptoms are. Well, he had some doozies. He was... <laughs> I don't mean to laugh at the guy, but this is fucking terrible. And by the way, he was doing this for two years. You see, he was pooping out of his pee-pee hole. <laughs> Fecal matter was coming out of his wiener. And, as they have written in here, a substantial amount of semen and urine was coming out of his butthole. He's the backward man. I mean, like, like, I can't. Can you imagine him going at it with some chick? And he's about to 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 reach the And what does he just paint her back wall with it? I mean, he's got to be behind her otherwise they're in a fucking puddle. And like he's got to sit down to pee and he stands up to poop. So his dad says, Arnie, no, no, no. Yeah, he went two years. Two years. I I, I got to say, no, uh-uh, no. No, no, no. It says when he ejaculated, like, he ejaculated out of his butt. The team, led by a doctor, noted that the passing sperm through the rectum is a rare symptom. Surgery is usually required to patch up the tunnel. That allows urine and semen and feces not to get mixed up. He's also swollen. He's got a swollen left nut, and the UTI and medics carried out extensive tests to make sure he didn't have tuberculosis and inflammatory bowel disease. He'd never had surgery before. Oh, God. I wouldn't want to put the catheter in. I definitely ain't taking the catheter out. Man, can you imagine a gal going down on him? Honey, your dick smells like shit. The doctors believe that in the patient's case, he was... Oh, God, they put the catheter in wrong, and the balloon part of the catheter blew up too early. Oh. Oh, man. Oh, boy, that's one you just come home from. 
you come home from your day, honey, do I have a story for you? Poop dick. And on that happy note, adios familia, have a great Friday Eve, and remember to wipe. I think this man is a porn star in the making. Oh, God. That is that is just horrendous. That is what we would call horrendous. Damn. That, that's going to haunt me now. This, this is going to be my nightmare fuel for a week. Oh. By the way, that's going to do it for the show today, too. We are cutting out of here. Uh, I told you, man, these stories were fucking rough. Oh, uh, we will be back tomorrow. Tomorrow's Friday. Look at that. Friday is almost here. Same Arnie time, same Arnie channel. Remember, every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you're in there. <laughs> Raj says, I'm taking my Subaru and heading to Fuzzy's Tacos for a work lunch. Later. Have a great day, everyone, and adios. Take our love one night at a time There's one thing that we both agree I like you and baby you like me Let's take our love one night at a time Makes perfect, gonna get it right, gonna get it right, one night at a time. All night, love all night, practice makes perfect, gonna get it right, gonna get it right, one night at a time. Oh, I think you all day long it feels so good it can't be wrong i got my fingers crossed that this goes on and on tomorrow well that's another day come on baby now what do you say let's take our love one night at a time
The Arnie State Show at ArnieRadio.com. Stop it, stop it, stop, 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 stop talking. Um, I, I did just want to take a moment to thank everybody. Goodbye now. I am going to go get late. Goodbye. See you tomorrow. Goodbye. Bye. He's done. That's what's happened. It's over. He's finished. Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.